This will be the Torah or the law of the Mitzorah on the day of his purity. The halachos of the Mitzorah are quite intricate. Many of them had been dealt with back in Parshish Tazria, such as what constitutes as Tzara'as, What's the proper code of conduct for an individual who is afflicted with tsara'as, the halachas of his quarantine, and his eventual possible confirmation as a mitzorah, at which point he's sent away from the camp? However, as we see from the beginning of Parsha's mitzorah, the Torah, in this Parsha, turns the page and looks ahead to the day of his purity. But the question is, what exactly does this opening verse mean? Zos Some of these words seem to be a little bit extra. Zos tihia, this will be Torah's Mitzorah, the Torah of the Mitzorah on the day of his purity. What exactly does it mean that this will be? And what exactly is the Torah of the Mitzorah? We answer that question as we answer another dimension. What not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Josh, and Sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Paradise. Welcome to Parsha Paradise, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha's Mitzorah. And if you enjoy Shurim like this and want to partner up with us here at the Database because you enjoy Shurim like this and others, or you just have questions, concerns, comments, or want to make a recommendation for this Shurim, all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base B. E-I-S at gmail.com. And now the question once again is, what exactly does the Torah mean with the seemingly superfluous words that this will be, Zostihia Torah's Mitzorah, the Torah of the Mitzorah on the day of his purity? What is the Torah trying to tell us with these extra words? So starting with Pashup Shat, we will be looking at the comments of the Nitziv and the Malbim and actually others who cite, based on the Medrash, actually, the, the Sifra, which is one of the Midrash Halacha, it's a Medrash Halacha, um, which um, expounds on many of the different words, and looking just at the word Tihia, that this will be. So the, um, the Nitziv Namalim explain that the word Tihia comes to tell us that even Bisman Hazeh, now we don't really have Tsaras literally Bisman Hazeh, but even Bisman, when we don't have the base of Migdash, even Bisman Achorban, when we don't have the requisite karbanos, nonetheless, the procedure which the Torah would eventually describe of the bringing of the birds and the and the, the agudas ezov with the, the the eres the ezov and the tolas the the, the hyssop and the uh, and the and the crimson wool all these things that you need to do with the birds dipping the bird into the blood and sending the bird away. So these, uh, this procedure can be followed, and this bismanazak can be done for the purposes of the mitzvah. So that's the first um, explanation that we have based on the word tihia. Now we move on to a very fascinating remez that pertains to what exactly the Torah of the mitzvah is and how the mitzvah is viewed. We first start off with Another midrash, the Vayikra Rabbah, where Rabbi Shubin Levi explains, Chamesh Toros Ksuvos B'Mitzorah. There are five Torahs that are written in connection to the Mitzorah. And in fact, if you look in the Pesukim and you look in the midrash, the midrash quotes five different Pesukim where we find the word Torah in connection to Tzaras. For example, in Vayikra Yud Gimel Nuntes, Zos Toras Negat Tzaras. This is the Torah of the Negat Tzaras. And we have in Vayikra Yud Dalad Beis, Zos Tia Toras This is our Pasuk. 
Then we have Vayekri Yadal of Lamed Beis, Zos Toras Asher Bo Negat Saras. Then we have Vayekri Yadal of Nundalid, Zos HaTorah Lechol HaNegat Saras. And then finally, we have in Vayekri Yadal of Nunzayin, Zos Toras HaTaras. So why exactly does it find, um, that we find that the word Torah appears in connection to Tsaras? Explains the Medrash, explains Vayekri Raba, 16.6, that's Tazayin Vav. This is the Torah of the one who is not just a Mitzorah, but what is a Mitzorah? It's an abbreviation for Hamotzi Shemra, one who um, produces a, a negative reputation for someone else. Says the word Torah five times. This teaches us that one who speaks Lashon Hara doesn't just violate the Torah, but he violates all five books of the Torah. Lefikach says the measure, therefore, Moshe and based on this, uh, Moshe warned us, this will be the teaching, this will be the Torah of the Mitzorah. Now, first glance, this just you know, sounds like a negative statement, that Lashon Hara is in uh, violation of the Torah in its entirety, all the five books of Moses, right? But we're going to see when we get to the Jerash, the Jerash is going to have, will have a beautiful spin on what the potential of the Mitzorah is on the day of his Tahara. Consider this Remez right now, the five different Torahs that are written in connection to the Mitzorah, and think about what the Mitzorah can do to turn things around. Because with another Remez, I'll show you just the beginning of the potential of the Mitzorah. We have the Chidah in his Chomas Anach. So in the, in the Chomas Anach, the Chida explains, if you look at what the Torah says afterwards, this is the Torah of the Mitzorah on the day of his purity, and then the Pasuk says, he should be brought to the Kohen. So explains the Chida in his Chomas Anach, the word Vehuva, and he should be brought, rearrange the letters, and it spells the word Ve'ahuv, and he is beloved. Explains the Chida, this is based on the Rambam and Hilchus Tshuva Parak Vav where the Rambam describes that a Baal Tshuva, someone who truly does Tshuva, comes back, you know, what, you know what he's considered? He's considered to be a hoof that he's beloved to Hashem. Someone who does true Tshuva. So when this, when this individual, when this Mitzorah, when he comes to the Kohen on the day of his purity, he's not just coming, he's not just being brought Vihuvala Kohen, but he's becoming beloved as he goes to the Kohen, because he's actually on his way back to do a tshuva. We see just the beginning of what the Mitzorah can be. But as we move on to Drash, and as we'll see... Um, sewed, which we'll put together, um, even though normally we don't do that. But I, what I noticed is that there was a drash that several sfarim brought down in different forms, and we're going to quote them um, in the names of the Chassidish sfarim that quote it, and and um, the Darshanim who also who, who also quote it. Before we get to that idea, I'll just quote one basic drash from the Gemara Menachos on Hey which comes back to the word Tihia. We said this will be the Torah of the Mitzorah. So the Gemara Menachos on Daf Hey says very simply, what does it mean that Zos Tihia that this will be? The word Tihia will be is coming to teach us that the procedure for the Mitzorah must be done in a very particular order. You can't do it out of order. You know, much like the Seder, which, which we're thinking about for Pesach, everything has to be done in a certain order. When it comes to the Mitzorah, his procedure also must be done in exactly this order. It will be the way it's supposed to be. That's what's alluded to by the word Tehiyah. But... To give you another drash, which once again brings us back to what the Torah of the Mitzorah is and what the potential of the Mitzorah is. So I start off first with the 
Kliyakar and the Chassam Sofer. And we're going to see the idea that they say is very similar to what's brought down in the Agra de Kala, which is written by the Bnei Yisachar, and the Noam Elimelech as well. What do all of these swarms seem to explain, putting Drash and So together right now? So, starting off with the Kliyakar, the Kliyakar explains that if this individual accepts to do tshuva, and that's what the Torah is telling us here, that if he's accepting to do tshuva, and that's what it means that he's learning the Torah, says the Chassam Sofer. That why does the Pasuk say Zostia, that this will be? It sounds like, almost like it's conditional and it's not for sure. It will be if things done are things are done the right way. So it says the Kleokar, yeah, Zostia, this will be if he does tshuva. If he does tshuva, he will come back and he will be able to become pure. Similarly, the Chassam Sofer explains that it will be that if the Mitzorah learns the Torah, explains the Chassam Sofer. Not just that this is the law of the Mitzorah, but this is the Torah of the Mitzorah, that this will be that if the Mitzorah decides to learn Torah, and then says the Chassam Sofer, Vuvalo Kohen, he's going to be drawn after the Kohen Elyon, none other than Hashem, that the Shekhinah is going to return to him. However, the Agra Dachala and the, and the Noam Elyonach, they both explain in the same vein, or in a similar vein at least, that, yeah, Zostia Taras Mitzorah, this will be the Torah of the Mitzorah, meaning when the Mitzorah comes around, when he has chosen, he's made the choice to do tshuva and to learn the Torah, when he learns the halachos of Lashon Hara, for example, when he learns the halachos of Lashon Hara and he's grown from it and he's ready to come back, then... You know, like we say, that if we if we do our part, if the Mitzvah does his part, then Hashem is willing to take him back. But it starts from the Torah Mitzvah, the Mitzvah making that choice to come back to the Torah. As we said in the Remez earlier, the, the Mitzvah corresponds to five Torahs. Speaking Lashahar is in violation of all five books of the Torah. But when the Mitzvah has made the choice to come back around, then Be'ezras Hashem, he will be able to. He will be able to restore the five Torahs that he has violated. He'll be able to come all the way back through the Torah Mitzvah. Thank you for joining us here at the database.